0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Travel Tales podcast. If you want to find us on the worldwide intraweb, you can find us at traveltalespodcast.com. Also, there is a link to our iTunes page there. Click on that, and you can subscribe to our show on iTunes for free. And while you're at iTunes, hey, how about giving me a good rating? That would be great. It costs you nothing and it helps people find the show. So, um yeah, boosts our presence. That's always a good thing. And like I say, I've never asked you for anything. Why not give me a good rating? That would be awesome. We're on Twitter as well, Travel Tales Pod at Twitter. We're on Stitcher Radio. Go to Stitcher, Google it. I don't know how the hell you get to Stitcher, but we're on it. Find us, subscribe to us on there if you're on Stitcher Radio. And uh, some people have written in. You can write me at Mike at com. And I wanted to address uh, a listener, John, who wrote in, asked me about traveling to countries where they didn't speak English, and he was saying how he's always been a little scared to do that, and I say, John, don't sweat it. Language, uh, I've never really had too many problems. The good news is you speak English, John, and uh, that's the closest thing, really, we have right now to an international language. It's certainly the international language of business, uh, Western Europe, Western Europe, You'll really have no problems finding uh, people who speak English, certainly not in the hotels or anything touristy you want to do. Asia, never a problem, even in places like Vietnam. If they knew one other language other than their native tongue, it was English. Um, You could ride the subway in Tokyo. They give the announcements in Japanese and then in English. Not Spanish, not Italian, not German but English. So it's very, very helpful. Um, but that being said, wouldn't hurt to learn a, a few catchphrases before you go to a country in whatever the local tongue is. How to uh, say hotel, airport, uh, please, thank you, how much, phrases like that. They uh, come in very handy and and uh, people appreciate you when you make an effort to know a little bit about their language and you're not just yelling at them in English and wondering why they don't understand you. Uh, Courteousness, a smile, uh, goes a long way. Just about anywhere you go in the world that has a lot of tourists, caters to tourists, and uh, has an infrastructure that can handle a lot of tourists, will have uh, English there. So don't worry about it. Get out there, see the world, and uh, yeah, and be nice. Oh, and speak a little softer. As an American, you know, we tend to talk too loud. So, you know, shut up a little bit. A little humility and manners and a smile goes a long way. And that's my advice to you, John. Grow some wings, buddy. Get out there and see it. Now, back to the show. Enjoy my conversation with Sandy Claybaugh. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am in the palatial estate of Sandy Claybaugh and Peter. I got a. Pesek? Peter Pesek. Pesek, okay. How many people get that wrong? Pesek, Pesek, Pesek. Yeah, well. I bet it was Pesek in the old country, wasn't it? I bet it was too. <laughs> Sandy and I would. Uh, we used to work together over at TBS. We did. You're an editor. Yep. And uh, you travel a lot, you and Peter. Yes. And you just came from.
1: Scandinavia.
0: Scandinavia,
1: uh, and
0: Scandinavia. I got to admit, doesn't get a lot of love on this uh, program. Not only not that we don't like it; it's just that uh, we I don't, don't find we'll, many people that go there.
1: No, it's very expensive, and um, yeah, we did about five days in Stockholm. Well, actually, outside Stockholm, and then we did uh, the rest of the time in Norway.
0: Okay, so this is summer months. Three
1: weeks, yes. Three weeks
0: in June, okay. June and July. So, June and July in those countries, what kind of temperature are we talking here?
1: Well, in like Stockholm and Oslo, when we got to Stockholm, because we were there first, I'd say 60s maybe. Okay. But then we went to the northern part of Norway. (laughs) So, then we were probably 50s, got into the 40s. Mm-hmm. But Oslo, when we got to Oslo for our last week, it was gorgeous. It was in the 70s. It was really gorgeous.
0: So, this was by mid June?
1: Uh, that was actually July.
0: Oh, you were in July. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because we, we got to, uh, we were in Stockholm for the summer solstice, which is what we wanted to do. We oh, wanted well. to experience the midnight sun.
0: And how many days of, uh, or how many hours of darkness during the day? When did the sun go down? If it did at all, hardly.
1: Well, in, when we first got to Stockholm, I'd say it went down around midnight, maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: and I don't know when it came back up. But we did go to the northern part of Norway where the sun didn't go down um, at all. We we experienced the midnight sun.
0: Okay. Now, did that mess with your sleep? Did that, like, screw no. you up? It did at all?
1: No. Okay. I mean, they they have blackout curtains, but no, it really didn't. It was weird. I thought it would, but at 10 o'clock, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, it was, I remember, the only thing I can liken it to, I was up in Alaska during, I think it was August one year. And I was playing a club up there, and after we finished you know, doing, you know, doing a stand-up show, we were down at like about you know, 9.30, and we went and played nine holes of golf. Awesome. Because <laughs> it was so light out that yeah. we could still go play you know, an hour and a half, two hours of golf. Yeah, and I thought that cool. was so weird, but it did mess with my sleep, though. I mean, the yeah. light came up at like three thirty, four in the morning, Yeah. and uh, I was up. I was up. I was. A, I was a mess. No, <laughs> no problem love. with you. No. Okay, so back it up. I mean, you've yeah. never been to that part of the world before.
1: No, and I am of Norwegian heritage. Uh huh. So you,
0: you are from? I'm going to guess you're not from Minnesota, are you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yo. yeah.
1: Yeah, Are you really from Minnesota? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. Minneapolis area. Yes. Okay. A lot of Norwegians and Swedes up there. A lot of
1: Norwegians and Swedes. Okay. So Peter's childhood friend, after he graduated from college, moved to Stockholm. And so he's lived in Stockholm for a long time now. And we had never gone to visit him and his wife and his kids. And so... We thought, well, it's our twentieth wedding anniversary.
0: Wow, twenty years! Congratulations.
1: Thank you. And (laughs) we thought, let's do a big trip. I've always wanted to go to Norway and see the homeland. Mm -hmm. And so um, we we had a hard time figuring out what we were going to do. We thought at first we thought maybe we'd do an organized tour, you know, but we've never done that and. It just wasn't really working out, so.
0: Well, you have to be very careful because, especially up there, uh, you run into that you a tour that you might have been the youngest people on it.
1: Well, that was that was a big concern, <laughs> right? And well, we also had. Just li- so
0: people know, Sandy is not a, an older lady.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> um, we also had the previous summer met this couple wine tasting up in um, Napa. That are from Oslo:
0: Very convenient.:
1: Very convenient, and when we met them and we were talking to them, we had already had kind of talked about doing this big trip for our 20th anniversary, and he said, "We know this sounds really weird, but you know, we are planning to go to Oslo next summer." And I think they were like, "Oh yeah, right, whatever." But you know, we exchanged emails and all that, and he said, "Well, you really should check out um, this boat tour Hurtigruten." Her- <laughs> I, I'm probably I bet if
0: you tried right. to spell that, you couldn't do it if you tried.
1: Right? I could spell it. I can't say it. <laughs> so we finally went and thought, well, maybe we'll do this boat tour. And then I remembered something I cut out of the L.A. Times back in, I think it was 2008, an article about that boat trip.
0: That particular one? That, that, that particular that, boat okay. trip. Okay.
1: Because it's very famous. It goes... There's uh, different ships that go up and down the coast of Norway, from Bergen all the way up um, to practically the Russian border. And um, I thought, well, maybe we'll look into that. And I thought, well, it's going to be booked, whatever. So Peter called them, and they, it came to be that they had a ship that was going to be available. So we booked that first, and then we thought, well, let's go to Stockholm, visit our friends... Then we'll go on the boat tour and then we'll go to Oslo and hopefully we could run into these new friends that we met up in Napa.
0: Sounds like a good plan. Now, yeah. how long is this boat tour? How many days is this thing?
1: Well, the one that we were going to do, we were just going to do the southbound journey, was five nights, six days.
0: So is this one of those deals that goes all the way up there? You see the, uh, the icebergs and the, yes. the fjords and all that other stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which sounds beautiful.
1: It was. It okay, is.
0: so you did do it. So you did a five-day. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because you can do an 11-day one where you leave Bergen and you're on it and you go up the coast and then back down. But that to me was like too much.
0: Now, were you the, the youngest ship. people on this ship?
1: Um, <laughs> close to it.
0: Because I know my mom took, I think, a, a similar trip up there. Yeah. That ended up like going through the Baltic Sea and all that other stuff.
1: Yeah. No, these boats just literally go up and down the coast of Norway. Okay. And so we, that's what we just decided to do.
0: And what did the LA Times article say about it?
1: It just said it was like this gorgeous and it's very relaxing. And, um, you know, I just thought this would be a really cool thing to do. And I just saved it all these years. And then I pulled it out and then we realized it was the same one as our friend Eric, who we met up in Napa, was telling us about. <laughs> and we went, okay, maybe this is meant to be we're supposed to be on
0: this so you'd recommend this to people oh absolutely okay now if you could spell it how does how how does it spell
1: oh boy h-u-t-r-i-g-e-n okay don't quote me on that
0: (laughs) peter's over there looking it up googling yeah frenetically um so okay so you went there did you know anything about Norway through your family growing up did were your parents did they ever go did they your my grandparents parents
1: didn't go my grandparents did okay. in 1972 oh okay and you know I was a little girl when they came back and I I just remember like looking at their pictures and my grandfather actually went to the little town where his grandfather used to play in the you know in the, that he's from.
0: You went to your grandfather's hometown? No, my oh. grandfather did. Okay, your grandfather did. Okay. Good.
1: And when I found out about it, I went, Oh boy, that's remote. It's way <laughs> up a fjord. And it would take like five hours from Bergen with ferries and all this stuff. And then when you get there, it's this tiny little town. There's like nothing <laughs> there. And I said, you know, I think we're just gonna have to
0: skip that one. Skip that one. Well, so Minneapolis must have felt like Miami to him. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> He's like, wow! It's balmy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, would, is there a certain so you know your your relatives are from that remote area, right? Is there a certain um, is Claybaugh like a, a common name or anything like that? Um, it might be spelled differently, but
1: well, Claybaugh actually that's from my obviously my dad's side. That's mm-hmm. um, that's the German side.
0: Okay. <gasps> they crossbred with Germans. <laughs>
1: Scandalous. <gasps> no, where
0: were they from? Wisconsin.
1: Oh, no. I, just scandalous. But um, <laughs> Boyum was my grandfather's name. Um, my grandmother's maiden name is Benson.
0: Okay. I was going to the, say, there's not an Anderson or a Carlson or a Matheson, Swanson in there? Okay, there we Matheson. go. Matheson. There's a son in there somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah. There's sons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you get up to... Um, so when you, if you compare Stockholm and Norway... What is the difference? Okay. And I, I have heard that Oslo is now considered the most expensive city in the world.
1: Oh, is it really? Well, yeah, I,
0: I have heard that. It that that pa- could be
1: why we're still paying yeah. off our trip. <laughs> that, that one I, dinner I, I, just about did us in.
0: Yeah, like it passed uh, uh, Tokyo, Tokyo and, and really? New York and yeah, Moscow, I think, is up there too. But uh, Oslo, because they have all this oil money up there, yeah. and it's super, super, and everything's taxed mega high. Yes. So, well, like uh, a typical lunch, what does that run you in Oslo?
1: Oh man, yeah. When we got when we got our visa bills, I I would say there were a lot of um, seventy dollars lunches. Oh, for two. Yeah, but you know you have to realize we're not teetotalers. Yeah, you're. you're <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are wine drinkers.
1: Yeah, that's
0: why I always enjoy coming over because oh exactly. boy, this is. Oh, we so said we are enjoying a nice uh, a red right here. What are we enjoying, for the people? We
1: are having a Sangiovese from Stoppelman. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm... Uh...
0: This is the wine show, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> no, I'm doing the wine show.
0: Oh, there's the cat. He's sniffing, yeah, the cat... sniffing my bag over there.
1: The cat came out. My so... book
0: bag. <laughs> that sounded really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what kind of party is this? We got wine. <laughs> so we had a $70 lunch. That's what the wine is not. How popular is wine up there? It's not oh, really. I don't know. it's
1: pretty popular. Oh, it is. And, you know, you get, uh, it's pretty much all French wine. So I was having these wonderful French wines all the time, which I love. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they don't lay a massive tax on top of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: The, um, is that like vodka country up there? Do they really go for that?
1: You know, that's what everybody told me, but because i that I'm more not Sweden
0: a- or I don't know?
1: I'm not definitely a Russian. drinker, so I don't know. Okay. Aquavit.
0: Aquavit. What is yes. that exactly?
1: Uh, to me, it tastes like licorice. <laughs> um, we had some when uh, our friends, in, when we were in Stockholm, um, it was the solstice, and they have a big midsummer celebration. And so we went and saw that, and part of the meal was Aquavit. So I had, I had a little. Okay. And apparently, we've heard since then that a lot of children are born nine months later, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <I'm bad. laughs> because people drink a lot of aquavit on midsummers. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And it's a long winter, so they've been waiting to uh,
1: exactly to bust
0: out. So if you had to compare, like uh, the Swedish people to the Norwegian people, most of the world can't tell the difference. Did you notice any difference in their the way they act, or the, the things they like, or the things they eat? Or?
1: Oh wow, that's right. Peter would be better saying that. Um, <laughs> um,
0: Their wonderful senses of humor.
1: I I don't. Hmm. First
0: of all, Stop. everybody everybody speaks English up there, yes. and a lot of times better than most Americans. <laughs> you find yes, and they all know like four or five different languages. They Makes do. you feel it, such like an idiot.
1: I do feel yeah. <laughs> it, it 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 is sad because we did try to learn French at one point and it just wasn't. I, I, I do not have the ear for it.
0: Right, right.
1: Some people do, but I don't.
0: How long a flight are we talking here?
1: Well, we, the way we did it is we went to um, LA, LAX to Paris.
0: Ooh, direct.
1: Direct Air France. So that's about, Highly recommend it.
0: That's about 12 hours right there or something like it's that.
1: not 12 hours. Direct? From LAX to Paris? Yes. No, that's like nine, isn't it?
0: No, it was a. It is, is. twelve. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it's let like, me tell you why it's, it's I,
0: eleven to London. So you're why going. To, I don't
1: remember it because on Air France. What kind
0: of oh wine? This is going back. Holy to Holy
1: <laughs> cow!
0: <laughs> Honey, it seemed like four hours. Yeah, because you were passed out for eight of it.
1: It's true because <laughs> they, you, you. Well, okay. We we have to also. We saved up money and we flew business class. Wonderful. On the Airbus 380? Oh, 880?
0: the big is that the big one? The oh, new one? Yes. Oh, oh, those things are massive. Oh, my gosh.
1: It is the best plane. So
0: you're on the up, upper, upper de- level. Upper oh, well. Now, you've got to tell me about this plane, because I, I've only seen it from the airport, oh. and I've been in a regular plane, and they go, we've got to stop and let this thing go past, and you watch yeah. it, and it is massive.
1: It's massive. They had um, three ways you board the plane.
0: Okay. There's you an know, upper. Gateways. Is there an upper stair? Oh yeah. And, oh.
1: Yeah. I didn't. We didn't even see the lower stairs. No, you can't.
0: Are you kidding? <laughs> you can't Mixing mix. with the riffraff, you can't. <laughs> no.
1: well, animals. The, there
0: are animals down there. You can't.
1: And the other advantage, of course, is then you get to use the, um, you know, the little lounge thing before you even board the plane. Oh
0: right? yeah, you're in the. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like the Admirals Club. So you're in the equivalent. Admirals Club.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which and is then, um, free
0: booze, I'm sure, or, like, well, or a know, wine bar, anyway. Wine and beer? Well, they have
1: all. No, they have everything. Oh. And it's a help yourself. I'm like, really? Yes, they la- I've
0: been to those. Yeah, those are great.
1: I'm like, they let you pour your own vodka? <laughs> I'm like, well. So, yeah,
0: they didn't mean for you to shove them in your purse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to because I got on my Air France flight, and shortly after takeoff, there's a glass of champagne, and then they start feeding. Real champagne, you not sparkling champagne, wine, of course. And then it's like, it's a fork. Three or four course meal, and every course oh, has wine.
0: Gotta love the French.
1: And then, after it's all done, well, how about a cognac?
0: Well, why not? Well, why
1: not? <laughs> As I, whoa, do you go yes. to sleep fast? <laughs> yeah. When I woke wow, up, wow, only a four hour flight. We're in Paris. <laughs> when I woke up, I went, where's my cognac? I didn't finish it. <laughs> I was mad.
0: They have more, you know?
1: Well, I know. Well,
0: that was, how about, how worth it was that? That was wonderful. It, wasn't it,
1: it well, it spoiled us because now I what know. are we going to do next time we go over?
0: I know you're going to you're going to fly like a loser with all the other yeah. people like me in the bag.
1: So after the nine slash twelve hour yeah. flight,
0: <laughs> nine hours,
1: uh, we had a little just a short little couple hour hour layover at Charles de Gaulle, and then we went to um, Stockholm. It was like two hours. Yeah. So that was easy peasy, and then um, our friend picked us up. Kevin, and drove us to their house. Now, they live in a little town called Surundo, Surunda. Um, it's about a, maybe an hour outside Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful country, p- picturesque, rolling hills. Um, I, I guess it's kind of out in farm country, but it just was a really beautiful setting. And you know, they had a beautiful house and um, fortunate to stay with them. And, um, Lovely. When yeah. you can
0: stay with locals, that changes everything because they can yes. they can just take you to all the places you would never find on your own. Right. The best, you know, cool little restaurants and places to go. Are there like when you're in Stockholm? I've never been. So, what are like the big sightseeing things you have to see when you're there?
1: Well, the big one that I really enjoyed was the Vasa. It's this this ship from I think the 1600s that sank. On its maiden voyage, oh! But they of, found it. Yeah, it, it, no, because it literally didn't make it out of the harbor. Because of I the,
0: don't mean to laugh, but that's a, no, that's, it's true. It's that's funny. bad craftsmanship.
1: It's, it's bad when you when the the king's there and everybody's there to have the maiden voyage of the ship and it sinks at six hundred six hundred yards. Maybe out
0: when they sky. smashed that champagne bottle on it on yeah. the hull, it just put a hole in it.
1: But because of the Temperature of the water and all that. It's when they went to raise it. It's really well preserved.
0: Oh yeah, freezing cold water. Sure. So
1: it it's this beautiful ornate carved thing. You can't actually walk on the ship, but you walk all the way around it. It's it's very. It was very cool.
0: Oh, that nice. Do they have any like big? Uh, are they no? Is Stockholm known for any kind of like I don't know if it's architecture or some kind of buildings or. Anything like that? Or is there like a cool little downtown area?
1: Oh, yeah. There's like, you know, an old town, Stockholm, mm-hmm. and, you know, with the crooked, the cobblestone, crooked streets, narrow, a <laughs> lot of pedestrian streets. Right. Yeah.
0: Isn't it scary, though? I, went, I, w- I only went to uh, Gothenburg uh, in Sweden, mm-hmm. but I've, I'm, you know, run into Swedes all over, you know, traveling. And it's just scary just how beautiful they are. <laughs> Yeah, this it it depression. You. you walk in there and like, what is in the water here? This is un- <laughs> no. the men, the women, everybody's just gorgeous, and you're going, oh, this is yeah. oh, they're just like chiseled and just oh. yeah, it's freak. It's like uh, one of those like Austin Powers fembots, you know?
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's nice to be beautiful to look at, but wow, yeah, I feel like a troll walking through there. <laughs> Did you see like people that are like, oh my god, you look like my cousin. You could be my. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know, wow. I, I think a little you bit. You could be
0: in the Claybaugh family.
1: I think a little bit. I would say more <laughs> the Boyum family.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Because the Boyum side is more the... Are they what blonde? I consider, some of my cousins are, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember that from Minnesota. Yes. A lot of Minnesota.
1: But see, I learned something in Norway that the North, northern Nor- Norwegians are more dark-haired because our friend Trini, she's dark-haired. And if you're from the southern part of norway then you might be more blonde
0: is that from the uh like i don't want to say like eskimo kind of blood or something up there
1: well it's probably um
0: complete lack of sun
1: maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's <laughs> a good question but, it is interesting
0: yeah. why why they would be that way yeah i wonder if that's more like a yeah maybe like a uh, eskimo is a bad word isn't it it's like incorrect now it's, what do you say um, not inuit inuit we'll say inuit
1: there's there's Svelte Landers or something, aren't they? I forget the word.
0: I always wanted to go up there to that uh, that ice hotel that they build up in. Is it Denmark or Norway or one of those or, or Sweden or Norway? Yeah, they I think carve it's in the Denmark. Whole, every yeah. winter they carve the hotel out of uh, out of ice. No, That'd I be kind of cool. See,
1: I don't like to be cold, <laughs> <laughs> so that has no interest to me. Really, Minnesota Gale? Well, why do you think I moved to? Like- I know
0: you and me both. You and me both. I left Chicago, and sa- I, I spent the coldest week of my life in Minneapolis.
1: Yeah,
0: I was working at the uh, the Acme Comedy Club. Okay, downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. It was like the second week in January. Oh
1: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and I, I remember this distinctly because I was going the next week to Australia, and uh, that was all the push I needed. Out of uh, we stayed in this little apartment, me and the other comedian. Like five, like a five-minute walk to the club, and it was the coldest walk of my life every night. Like that, my car froze over twice. Well, yeah, I had to get a jump from the mailman.
1: You got to start <laughs> it up at three a.m. Oh. to keep the thing running.
0: Or you have one of those uh, engine block warmers. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. God. did your did your family travel much when you were a kid?
1: Uh, well, we did the road trips. Did Loved you? Them.
0: Where'd you go? I bet we went to a lot of the same places.
1: We, Oh, my gosh. Wisconsin Dells. Did you go there? Went to Wisconsin sure. Dells. Sure. And then when I, I was a pretty little girl when we went to Wisconsin Dells. I'm when sure I you
0: came, were a very pretty little girl. <laughs> I
1: realized after I said that. <laughs> um, when I came home, I just kept playing tour guide. <laughs> I was always playing tour guide. But, um, of course, I went to Wisconsin Dells. We went to Washington, D.C., Chicago, Ohio to visit my cousins.
0: Was this all driving?
1: All driving.
0: Okay. Yeah, me too.
1: And we'd go down to um, another one of my dad's brothers lived in New Mexico. So we went down to New Mexico a couple times.
0: A good little drive.
1: Yeah. And of course, California. Of
0: course. Oh, you did that? Twice. twice. See, we did it once. We did the big Griswold trip back and forth. We did it once. We you did, did it twice. twice. Wow. Yes. What do you remember? Do you like you? How old were you the first time? The
1: first time was ten.
0: That's what. That's about how old I was. Did it just make you want to like? Oh man, I want to live
1: here. Yes.
0: Yes, me too.
1: And my brother. My brother moved out here too. He actually moved out here first.
0: <laughs> well,
1: he, he now lives in Vegas, but yeah.
0: How long have you been out here?
1: Um, Nineteen years.
0: Okay, so more than we me. got
1: married and we got the heck out of <laughs> Minnesota.
0: <laughs> I remember seeing it. I it to me it was. First of all, it was like the 70s, and I was really into yeah. skateboarding, and I just knew all the guys that were the big skateboarders lived out here, and they all and I just remembered the ocean. I always loved the ocean yeah, as a kid. That was
1: a big thing to see the ocean. It was a
0: big thing to see the ocean and mountains. You oh, know, yeah, I know, live lived yeah. in Illinois. There was there was no hills, nothing, and and there were and palm trees. You know, all those things all in one place to me. It was a very and, and De-
1: Disneyland
0: And uh, Disneyland too. I went to Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm. And I oh, stayed, be, yeah. I remember in Anaheim, we stayed in the uh, Sheridan, right off the 5, which is still there. And every time I drive by, I look at it and go, oh, it just it all comes back to me. Yeah. And I just remember the, the Knott's Berry Farm had the best log ride. I yes. remember the log ride was really great.
1: The log ride was really great. And,
0: yeah. How big of a family was yours?
1: Oh, just uh, my mom, dad, and my my brother who's three years older.
0: Okay, so the four of you.
1: Yes. So we. But talk- one time my grandma came with cause oh this had, is
0: vacation. She she
1: bought. <laughs> this is really. I don't know how my dad. Aunt
0: Edna out. put her on the roof.
1: <laughs> she she bought a new car, and I guess my dad talked her into the five of us driving out to California.
0: Oh, so, that's a good sales job your yeah. dad did. Yeah. How was she to drive with?
1: You know what, it was it was fine, but. <laughs> They were smokers. Oh, both at the time, mom, dad, and grandma. And I finally, at one point, my brother and I said, "Okay, you all three can't smoke at the same time." <laughs> so open the you know. window, please. And keep in mind, this was the seventies. They didn't know about secondhand smoke,
0: so. secondhand or seatbelts. I don't <laughs> yeah, remember right. those of growing up at all. Yeah, I wonder about that though. There was an article that just came out. Uh, I just read online today, and uh, it, it was about how. Um, phones and everything where everybody's got a smartphone and everything Mm -hmm. and if you look at any kind of waiting room or any kind of public place i was just on the subway in new york everybody's just staring down at their phone and i see my nephew when he's in the car and then we could only be driving on an hour-long trip and he's got like a, a game boy or something in his hand that just it's always a constant distraction that we have right nowadays the people are always have to have some kind of stimulation and they wonder what they're losing from that. And I think boredom is a good teacher of things. And without boredom, very few guys would start a band, would write, would write stories, would invent things and stuff. So I wonder what we're losing in the future because we were on those long car rides. I would drive. We ride to Florida almost every year. And it was two days in the car just staring out the window. Yeah, and you have to come up with something, and you you look out the window and you look at a house and you go, "Hey, who's, wonder who's living in there? Wonder who's, what's it like to live by that auto swamp?" Bingo,
1: did you play auto bingo? Which one was that? It was a bingo card or game, and it would have things like if you spot a fire station or if you see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We did that, and then uh, well, there's all the uh, punch bug. Oh, we well, Did that course. one, of course. And then we would do the license plate. License went, plates. Get the state, every, every different state yeah. you see. Oh, see? Now these kids are missing out on all this great fun. <laughs> <laughs> Watching their DVDs well, it, in the back they, of a car. Con- also,
1: it would be whatever radio station you could tune in.
0: AM radio. AM, we, AM radio, we yes. drove across the country at AM radio. And I remember the year we went, I think it, it, it was 76 we came out here. Because I just remember it. it all you had was top 40, yes. country, or Not Jesus. That was yeah. it on AM radio, pretty yeah. much, and so
1: and it was all in English.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all in <laughs> English, and then it was um, it was the same four songs that whole trip going across country because then you just get a new new market, but they're all playing the same things. And that year uh, ours... it was Hotel California, okay, Dancing Queen, Dust in the Wind, and there was one more. Oh God. Oh, something by. Uh, Queen, maybe. (laughs) Whatever. uh,
1: Ours was, the big one was, because it was 72, Joy to the World.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: Or 71. It was 71.
0: Sure. Three Dog Night.
1: Three Dog Night. Can't beat that.
0: (laughs) So when when was the first time you flew? Do you remember that? I remember my first flight.
1: It must have been. I think my aunt, because my aunt lives—well, she still lives out here in California—and I, she used to come back to Minnesota, of course. And I think I flew back with her one time. Was my first time, but I was a teenager. Yeah, I'd say it was probably fifteen, maybe.
0: You remember what it was like? You remember like stepping on that plane back when the pre nine eleven? You could just gosh. waltz on the. People would meet you at the gate. Did you fly alone? As a kid, I mean. Well,
1: that's what I'm thinking. I wonder if I did because I knew I flew with her to California, but I don't remember how I got back home. I will have to ask her. Yeah, I
0: flew solo once. I was about 15 to New York to meet my dad. He was there on business, and that was really exciting. I felt like such a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that was also when people could walk you right to your gate. Like your yeah. parents could drop you off, and there was you know security it was just one little.
1: Well, you knew the planes weren't full, so you could stretch out. Yes. And- yeah, totally different. And they fed
0: you. <laughs> oh, they it's fed you, and oh, it was glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like your uh, giant Airbus oh, going. A-
1: gosh, it was just.
0: You've been wonderful. ruined now. I got to get on that plane. I got to see that inside you of that. Got it. Got it. Is it like a smoother ride? Did you? Is it? You don't even know yes. you're. You're in a building basically.
1: Yeah, I know. And honestly, even both directions, there was very little turbulence. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was amazing because I, you know, especially I thought coming back going against the jet stream but
0: how many how many passengers is that it's like over 300 or something like that. i thought isn't it's it? like
1: 500 or something is it i, oh, I don't God. know it's a lot
0: it's impressive to see though yeah it's impressive and, to see and you know
1: coming into LAX there's actually a they, they use some sort of different runway cuz it was a flight pattern we'd never come in on so, oh really yeah because I think
0: oh, because it only landed on a on a certain runway.
1: Yeah, because I think there's only one runway that it can come in on. Because it didn't come in straight in this way. Wow. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Did they have the uh, TVs and the headrests oh, and the whole deal? Of course, deal?
1: <laughs> of course. But you almost. <laughs> or some of them
0: have the personal players that come out of the armrest, and you can like you know they play their movies. Oh no, you these can were pick your own.
1: In the in the headrest, but you almost can get horizontal. Lie flat. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, it was really just.
0: And this is oh, business. Can you imagine what first was like? Well, uh, they got to have a masseuse up there, probably. A <laughs> <laughs> friend of mine took. Uh, she was working on a show for Richard Branson's company, like the um, the billionaire. Mm-hmm. It was like the rebel billionaire or something. So they shot down in uh, South Africa, and he flew everybody back Virgin first class from South wow. Africa. And she said, you know, they would give them like pajamas and stuff. You know, <laughs> it was like amazing. Yeah. Like these little uh, toiletry kits and everything you want, and oh, yeah. Now you're making me want to get. I got to get on this plane. I don't even know where it's going. Let's find out. Find that plane. I got to go. Yeah. So, so when when did you leave the country for the first time?
1: The country for the first time. Well, as long as we're not talking Canada or Mexico,
0: we are not. (laughs) They're they're. We don't count them. We don't. Yeah, we don't count.
1: Um. It would be when...
0: Crossing oceans here. When were you Peter, crossing?
1: Before we got married, Peter wanted me to go to... His mother is from a town called Norwich, England. And he wanted me Norwich, to meet sure. his aunt and uncle, who's, who lived there at the time, You know, to meet that side of the, his family. And so it was, I want to say, 1991. Okay. So we went to London. For a few days That's a then, nice starter.
0: It's not yeah. that big of a culture shock and you can speak the language.
1: Yeah, and then we um, took the train up to Norwich, which was a lovely town, and then um, spent a few days with his aunt and uncle and then went back to London.
0: So did you grow up one of these people that was like, oh, I can't wait to leave? Or did it, did it take you some prodding to leave the country? Or were you like, couldn't wait to no, go? No, I, I,
1: I had wanted, I wanted to go to London. I wanted to go to Paris mm-hmm. and Germany. And yeah. Norway. <laughs> and you've
0: been to all those? Yes. That's great. Yeah. You have a favorite? Would you say you had a favorite? Paris. Of all? Paris, yeah. That's easy. That's easy. Did you, so, but you took this flight, did you consider doing a stopover? You went through Paris.
1: We did, but we really thought, you know what, another time, another place. But in our planning, my whole theory was we were looking at all sorts of different flight configurations. It's like, let's at least get to Europe. <laughs> because if there's some sort of weather delay or a strike, I don't want to be stuck in New Jersey, no offense to New Jersey, <laughs> or Philadelphia or wherever. It's like right. at least...
0: Dulles, hey, we're stuck in Dulles. Here yeah, for another- but if
1: we're stuck in Paris or we're stuck in London yeah. or Amsterdam, well, that's not so bad, is yeah. it?
0: Usually from here, if you're going to d- change, depending on the airline, it's either you're going through Heathrow, which right. almost everything goes through there, or like you said, Paris or Frankfurt. You know, if it's Lufthansa or something like that, but Amsterdam, well, Amsterdam a little with bit, KLM. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's either one of those, which are not bad places no. to get stuck. <laughs> any of them. So, getting back to the ship, what kind of like, um, I don't know, is there is the, is this like one of those big Bahamas no. cruises where they have the cheesy Vegas style shows? Absolutely or? not. Okay.
1: It's it's very small because it's actually um, you know originated as part mail delivery and delivery of goods and services and a ferry. I mean, you can drive cars on this. Oh, okay. To go from all these little remote villages. the they up,
0: island hop all the way up?
1: Yeah. They're, well, just along the coast of right. Norway. Yeah. Okay. So so there's, there's, I mean, there's all sorts of stops all the way up and down.
0: Are there activities, things you can yeah. do?
1: Um, well, they have excursions that you can do. And we only did one to go to Hammerfest, which is... Um,
0: it sounds like a party. Let's go Hammerfest, buddy.
1: It's a meridian marker when they were mapping the world a long time ago. Okay. um, We wanted. It's the highest town in the world, northernmost town in the world, I should say, the northernmost town in the world. And you went there? Yeah, it was one of the stops we could do, and then we did do a little excursion and saw that marker.
0: Okay. So, what if I'm gonna? get on a bigger scale here. What did, uh, like Norwegians and, you know, S- Scandinavians in general, mm-hmm. if they asked you about America, what what did they ask you about it and what misconceptions did you find they had or did you think they were well, you know, observers looking at it pretty well versed in America?
1: Everyone pretty much has been to America. Yeah. You know, because they get so They're much They're very vacation, well-traveled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. But, um,
0: do you, I mean, were there things that you saw the way they live aside from the health care? <laughs> yeah. And a couple other things that you envy? And some things, did they envy stuff about you or, or us?
1: I don't know. I know what I, I think I envy the bit more, um, it seems to be they're not so work oriented.
0: Right. We very, we work a lot in this country.
1: Right. And, like
0: they work to live, and we live to work,
1: yeah, and they seem some of them seem well, I'm just working out of my house today, or whatever, you know it just seems a bit more flexible than you know
0: there's something about um I remember talking to somebody from Sweden, and since they all kind of uh, in their society that it is much more socialist in in the way that they all kind of make the same around. You know, like the doctor doesn't make that much more than the the waiter. You know, it's really kind of, you know, they'll make a right. little more, but it's not such an in, incredible wage gap. You know, so they don't really get together. What somebody does, this is true of a lot of Europe. You know, that just what somebody does is not that exactly. big of a deal. So it, they could talk for hours, and it never comes up in conversation. It's not right. really a measuring point. You know, they live you know pretty modestly. And something in, in the Scandinavian way of life, it's just, it's very, to talk about money is very kind of like, you know, rude almost, you know, it's just not, it's unseemly in a bit, or they're yeah. modest about it. They got to play it, even the the, the, the the family that owns Ikea, you know, plays, a, keeps a low profile. There, there's not many Swedish Donald Trumps, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I,
1: I, yeah, I, I didn't get that sense, but mm-hmm. definitely... Yeah, it it doesn't matter what you do, and you know, I, I sort of live that way. Though I mean, you yeah. know, I'm the person. Well, you're who a much more worldly person. Who will you know talk to the janitor and you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we you know we make friends with waiters and bartenders all the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know they look at us and they go, okay, yeah, your house is a lot bigger, but at what cost? You know, you work fifty hours. You know, you can't get away you don't have it. you got to worry about getting sick right. not having health care and stuff like that. but again they pay a lot in taxes so it's a, it's a trade off but is their schools are better and they're <laughs> yeah it's not a bad way to live except you freeze your ass off
1: right <laughs> that's but, cold you know they all do like outdoor activities you know oh, yeah. we'll go skiing well and...
0: so did we you know when we moved out here i mean i don't know about you but i'm sure the same thing happened to you you meet people who grew up out here and they go oh my god you're from Chicago, you're from Minnesota. How do you handle that winter? We well, knew it I, was coming. We put a jacket on and we got on with our lives. You know, what are you going to well, do? Yeah, there were Cry people, in your house? And,
1: there are people that thought there was always snow on the ground in Minnesota. I'm like, <laughs> no, it gets quite warm. In fact, it gets warmer than it does here. Yeah, it there. does.
0: It gets a little hot, humid, and uncomfortable. Yes. Did, were you one of those families that had the, uh, the cabin up on a lake somewhere? No,
1: we weren't.
0: Okay, we you weren't. How about fishing? Big fishermen, your parents, your no, father? my dad but? didn't
1: like to fish. No fishing? No, no hunting? No fishing, no hunting. Hockey?
0: Come on, hockey?
1: No. No? No.
0: I don't think you left on your own. I think you were kicked out of Minnesota. You
1: have to remember, I was. I grew up <laughs> in the suburbs, you know? <laughs> That's where they played hockey. Uh, your
0: brother didn't play at all?
1: No, he, he was more into basketball. Oh. Baseball, basketball, football. Yeah, the big more. three.
0: That's what we, you know, yeah. very Midwestern. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't, I, I wanted to play hockey as a kid, but I didn't, it wasn't around where I grew up. Oh. It was much more common up there, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, you people.
1: Yeah. You well, people, I except, like, except
0: the Claybaugh family, apparently.
1: <laughs> well, I remember like the little park by my house, the baseball diamond in the summer was the hockey rink in the winter. <laughs> right, you know? right. They built a little fence around it, yeah.
0: Well, one of the big things I love to do when I travel, I mean, food is a huge part of it. Yes. Scandinavia, not really known for their cuisine. No. What were they serving you up there? A lot of fish. Yeah, that's what I guess.
1: Yeah, but it was good. Okay.
0: Know? How would they cook it? How was it prepared? What are they? What's their deal?
1: You know, I, I think they cooked it every which way, like you, you would.
0: But it's like, it's cod, right, mostly and no, stuff like that? No,
1: they had all kinds of different, like we had trout, we had, of course there would be types of fish that I wouldn't even know what it is,
0: mm-hmm. but. Any lutefisk?
1: No, because that's a <laughs> that's so, holiday thing. I oh, mean, I, right, right. I had that growing up. So oh, I know that, that is that
0: disgusting. Like.
1: But herring,
0: herring. herring right. They
1: would have, um, especially on the ship, because the breakfast and lunch was like a smorgasbord. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> throwing some more German out at us. Okay.
1: Um, but they uh, they always would have herring. But <laughs> I tried it. You know, herring for to breakfast. Give things a try, but yeah, no. No herring for me, but um, we did have reindeer oh. it actually was good
0: is it like uh it's like venison, right it tastes like deer yeah, yeah. It's, it it's like the deer you eat up in Minnesota
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i didn't eat that much deer in Minnesota, but because you know we weren't hunters so. oh, no, no you weren't anything
0: <laughs> up there, Jesus, like you could have grown up anywhere,
1: yeah, um, we also had the be one of the best meals we had was in Bergen, which is the second largest city, which is where the boat ended up
0: in Norway. In Norway, okay.
1: and um, I, you know, we always ask at the hotel where should we eat, and they said, "Oh, go to this place called Jacobs," and it was um, a small little restaurant that is like organic food and all that kind of stuff, and they had like a five course tasting menu with wine.
0: Oh, and, and, uh, I'm noticing a theme here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, we. I think the second course was um, a whale carpaccio. Whale? Whale.
0: Oh, boy.
1: It was good.
0: I'm calling Greenpeace right now. I know,
1: I know, mink whale.
0: Whale wars.
1: Yeah, it was... um, Now,
0: was that... Okay, I know they've really cut back on... I mean, there's only a certain number. They haven't completely outlawed the whale fishing, apparently?
1: Apparently not. Oh, this was mink whale. I don't know. But I figure if it's at a restaurant that's... Considered organic, and not all that. the least
0: bit guilty, are you? No, you don't. F- <laughs> so, what no. does whale taste like? What does mink whale taste like?
1: Um, everyone asked me that. What do you think that tastes like?
0: Is it kind of like a rubbery kind of calamari? It type didn't. Of thing?
1: It didn't taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it tasted like
0: you can talk. Meat,
1: what is it? beef. Tastes yeah, it, like did, beef? it did. Kind of have like a, a, yeah, maybe, yeah, kind of a beefy taste. hmm Meaty.
0: Well, I know now, especially in the last twenty years, I saw it all through Germany and a lot of other places that places that were completely, you know, homogenous forty years ago are a lot more diverse now. Like Stockholm has a lot more diversity, right? Than it used to ever. Did you notice it when you were there? I mean,
1: oh yeah, I mean you'd, mm-hmm. you'd see Mac- McDonald's and
0: no, I mean like um, like uh, people from Asia or uh, black or something like that. I oh. mean, you would, see a lot more. Didn't see that, many no, Asians. Twenty years, not nah, Asians, but uh, you know, but, darker, swarthier yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, from Eastern Europe. A lot, a lot of the times, they were hired out during the boom to come out and build yeah. houses and stuff. A lot of them oh, stayed, definitely. and why wouldn't they? Yeah, a lot of uh, and af- after the uh, the uh, communism fell, right. A lot of people emigrated out there.
1: Well, especially Norway. Like when we to get onto the ship, we flew from. Um, Oslo up to Sherkyness, which is in the northern part. It's like seven miles from the Russian border. Mm-hmm. It's way up into the Arctic Circle, and they literally have the signs in Norwegian and in Russian. And the people look Russian up yeah,
0: there. Yeah, they have a look to them, don't they? Yeah, they definitely do.
1: Yeah, it, and I thought, man, I, you'd have to be tough to live in this town.
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: Yeah, they were hard. Look like hardworking people up right.
0: there. Right. I tough talk- life. Once uh, somebody from, I think it was Denmark or something, because I I asked, you know, in terms of humor, like who are the butt of their jokes usually? Like who do the Scandinavians make fun of? And I think it's usually the Finns. Oh. They make fun of the Finns. (laughs) Like the Swedes and the Norwegians make fun of the Finns and like they're like, you know, they don't smile and they're very serious and, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't hear any of these, any kind of Finnish humor? No.
1: (laughs) I think just the Swedes, because we were in Sweden first, they... They wanted to convince us that, like,
0: that they weren't Norwegian.
1: That the Swedes <laughs> controlled everything. Right. At one point, and I always just consider Vikings more Norwegian than Swede. I
0: don't know. Ah, I don't know. Cool. Come on, how how much different are they? I don't know. Even their flags look look alike.
1: Not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> different colors, but it's the same little cross. Little cross. That, yes. Yeah, that's true. All of them. Yeah. Did. Um, what was the big thing in the news there? Was it all the EU stuff? Like when I was there last year, it was all about the Eurozone crisis and how they're um, footing the bill for the rest of Europe and them and the Germans and everything else.
1: You know, I don't tune into the news <laughs> when I'm traveling. Well, you're
0: all boozed up on wine. I know <laughs> that. <Exactly. laughs>
1: I don't know. I literally
0: don't. I don't tune into the news. Give me your drunkest night of the trip. Pick one. Oh,
1: my gosh. Okay, This this is a good story. Okay, good. So... Our attorney and Eric, who we met up in Napa, they invited us to, to stay at their house.
0: So you did finally meet up with them in Oslo.
1: Yeah. And okay. they...
0: Which saved you about $2,000 on a hotel room.
1: <laughs> and we were sort of like, okay, we barely know these people, but, you know, we'd been emailing back and forth and of course, Facebook and, <laughs> and we thought, okay, let's, you know, stay with them. So we get to their house and when we got to Oslo, we had... We had rented a car so we could get around easier. And we had our little Garmin with and put their address in, drove right to their house. They live from the train station, which is in downtown Oslo. I'd say 20 minutes drive, something like that. Um, still considered in the city. Get, get to their house. And um, once we kind of, you know, settled in a little bit, they pop open a bottle of Vov Clico. Ooh. So we had a little French champagne yeah. and went, Okay, I like this already. This is
0: starting off well.
1: This is starting off well. And they were there and their younger daughter, Elizabeth, was there because she was home from college. She actually had just finished college.
0: Norwegian girl home from college. Now I'm now I'm even more interested.
1: Unbelievably gorgeous, by oh. the
0: way. Oh. That's that's yeah. the way I pictured it. Go yeah. on.
1: And so I'm painting
0: a nice picture in my head right now.
1: So um
0: so well, the champagne's you know, out. The college well, girl's then, home.
1: Then, then we Dear course, Hustler.
0: I never thought this would happen to me.
1: Then like, we then of course we gotta have another <laughs> bottle of champagne because there's five show. of us. And I we're
0: mean, celebrating. She's home from college.
1: You know, and then um we have dinner. They made beautiful um grilled fish and salad and all <laughs> that stuff. Well, you know, had a nice little white wine with the fish. Well, it's Europe. So then next comes the cheese course. Oh, yeah. Well, then, of course, you have red wine, of right? Of course you do. So, needless to say, on a Monday <laughs> night, we had six bottles of wine between five people.
0: And that it, was a good night. <laughs> on a Monday, was anybody going to work the next day?
1: Uh, Yeah, Trini did. Oh,
0: man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I, of course, slept in. Of Peter, course. Peter, who's always the early bird, he gets <laughs> up at the crack of dawn. He gets up, and um, Eric says to him... Well, hey, do you want to go for a little bike ride? We can go over to the lake over here. So he and Eric went off on a bike ride. And then when I got up, I just had my coffee and
0: was quite content. And then had another move Coco.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) No mimosas in the morning.
0: Okay, well, finally, if you want to tell people, if you're trying to sell me on uh, on, on Norway, Norway or Sweden, mm-hmm. how do you do it? When you came back, you tell people to go. You gotta, you gotta see this. You gotta go
1: here. And- I mean, the scenery is just unbelievably gorgeous. The fjords, it's stunningly beautiful because they're they're super high up and they go deep down. So the water's just that deep, deep, dark blue. Oh, beautiful! It just was beautiful. Waterfalls everywhere you looked.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: And the people are friendly. Loved Oslo. Loved it. I mean, loved it.
0: So the theme is go and bring money.
1: Just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bring a ton of money.
0: Where's the next trip for you?
1: Well, I think we have always wanted to go to Ireland and Scotland. Perfect for you. Yeah. You'd love it. I like scotch, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to party with you guys. I'm going to travel with you a little bit. Well, you're going to really love Ireland and Scotland.
1: Yeah, and um, I think we're going to do a little bit opposite because now I want to see the nor- northern lights. Oh. So obviously not in the summer.
0: Yeah, Scotland, is, it's
1: yeah. going to be cold. It's going to be cold, which I'll have to uh, really...
0: That's where that whiskey comes in real handy.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> but, you know, in the meantime, we'll just keep traveling up to northern California. We love going up there.
0: Yeah, you got to hook me up with some uh, some wineries and stuff that you like. Oh, yeah. Do they know you by name now? Are you like Norm walking into Cheers when you go to some? <laughs>
1: uh, maybe at Leap. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if our girls are working there, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. The secret to good travel. Wine and uh, good company, right? Yeah. You have a good partner.
1: Yeah, exactly. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you.